0: We're going to uh, talk today about uh, part two of the uh, practicals of home improvement. Uh, we um, talked about this last week and uh, we were a little bit rushed there towards the end and we didn't get to get into the um, Q&A or the kind of interactive part of it as much as I would have liked to. I, I know there's a lot of even great practicals out there. And so I'm going to be sharing a few things and we're going to allow a lot more time here for Q&A and uh, and for um, uh, so, some sharing with each other of our own ideas. So if you, um, if you have some ideas in mind kind of along, if you were here last week and you had some things you wanted to share, please be, kind of be thinking of those things, and, uh, and we're going to definitely open it up here. Uh, but Steve, asked, uh, Steve thought it would be a great idea if, uh, if we would just kind of expound on what we talked about last week, so I appreciate him uh, asking me to, to kind of pick it up where we left off last week. So if you weren't here last week, or just to kind of remind you, what we talked about was, uh, being leaders of our households, being managers of our households. And this is something that it's in the New Testament. We looked at that last week, but really it's throughout the Bible. I've been reading uh, on, uh, through the Bible chronologically, reading through the, the book of the, what's called the Torah, the, the book of the law, the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, uh, Deuteronomy. I just finished Deuteronomy and I'm to Joshua now, but um, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 in, in the law, over and over, whenever uh, Moses or, or wherever God would say something about what he wanted his people to do, he always mentioned the children and he always mentioned kind of this generational idea that God always meant for his kingdom to be generational. And, and, and so even the, the festivals that they would have or the traditions that they would have, it always involved the fathers and the kids and the, the fathers were the ones who were, uh, you know, setting everything up for, for for the Passover. And and there was even this thing that that's continues to this day in Jewish homes where the kids are supposed to ask the father, hey, why do we do this? And then the father tells the kids, this is why we do this. And this is why we have this empty seat for Elijah and all this kind of stuff. It, 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 it was built into the law, even that fathers would pass along their faith to their kids. And, and so that's why even in Deuteronomy, where where where, where uh, Moses is saying, impress these on your children, talk about them. Everywhere you go, keep talking about these things. It's God's will that we be men that lead our households. And and that is so needed in this world. Uh, Just a few statistics for you. Did you know that 65% of youth suicides come from a home where there's no father in the home? 85% of youths in prison come from a home where there's no father. 85% of youths in prison. 90% of runaways and homeless youths come from a home where there's no father. So you just see how the you know, Satan is attacking fathership in our in our communities. He really is. And so I really commend you. You are our men of God who we, we are going against the grain of our society and that we're, we're stepping up to lead our families and lead our wives and kids. But but anyway, last week we talked a little bit about you remember we looked at the verse about the, the home of the sluggard. And, you know, it's all overgrown and, you know, it, 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 you know, it, 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 it didn't it, it, it uh, think things were not in good shape. It probably was at one time, but now it's a mess. And 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 the the observation that the guy said that that wrote the proverb was a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding in the hands and poverty will come on you like a bandit. And in other words, you kind of let things go and they just fall apart. And that's just the nature of even the physical world. You know, even our physical homes, you know, we all understand that selves, everything. It's the it's it's called the the, the, it's the law of thermodynamics, the second law of thermodynamics, things break down and you need constant input, constant energy to make things better. And so home improvement takes a lot of energy and a lot of work. And we looked at this uh, uh, idea in the New Testament of of what it means to be a deacon. Uh, The word deacon is. It's is just a, a Greek word that, that means servant or like a waiter or someone who waited on, on, a, on a king or a, a servant of, of a master. Uh, and the church took that and made this an office or in the church where there was official titles of deacons. But, it, but it, it also could apply to anybody that has a serving role. And so this is even this ideal here is something that we should all aspire to is, is to be a servant in the church Amen. and, and to, to be able to, to have these qualifications. Uh, Be true of us. And so I'm just going to read this again before we talk a little more. It says in the same way, deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. They must first be tested. If there's nothing against them, let them serve as deacons. A little farther down there, it says the deacon must be faithful to his wife, must manage his children and his household well. Those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. And so last week we talked about three things or four things. We talked about uh, personal, your personal faith and just some practicals and how to build, how to improve on your personal faith. What, what are some practicals of home improvement when it comes to your personal faith? We talked about uh, your marriage, uh, your relationship with your wife. What are some practicals in, in how to grow in, in your relationship with your wife? We talked about your children. And how to how to uh, build that and your household. And so we, we, we kind of talked about those. And, ha- and I just shared some things that I had heard from other people that I would kind of passed along to other people. And, you know, just great practicals that have just helped me. And, um, and so we're going to kind of pick up where we left off there. Uh, I had a few people ask me, you know, I showed uh, a video last week of, of my kids. Uh, my My bathroom. And uh, I had a couple people ask me, how come you didn't show what it looked like later? Uh, you know, like, like it, maybe it didn't work out too well. So I thought I would show you this. That was that's the before. So here's the here's the after. So, you know, uh, it turned out pretty good. And, um, you know, there's nice tile floor there now and everything. But, uh, you know, I did not. This was not my first time tiling. I, uh, uh, but the way that I learned to do this is I did a tiling job with, with my uh, brother-in-law, Keith. He has, had me help him uh, over the summer one time. He built this whole house himself. And uh, I helped him with this tiling job. And I was like, this is kind of fun. It's not that hard. And it's, it's kind of enjoyable. And, and so I decided to try it myself in my house uh, on this balcony that we had that really needed to be tiled. So I got a little advice from Paul Rodriguez. I got a little bit of help from Luis Catonio and. Uh, it kind of helped me a little bit, and I just set out on, on my own, and I did it. And I, and I learned a lot from doing that first one. And then I did another child job, I learned more, another child job, I learned more. And, and just, I learned from uh, following someone else's example, following their pattern, and then trying it out myself, and then coming back with questions, and then trying it out myself, and coming back with questions. That's really how we improve. That's really how we learn. And that's really what this community is supposed to be, is we're not on our own. I mean, when you hear about our responsibility as a father, it can be over overwhelming. But but thank God we have this awesome community here. And I feel like everything that I've learned or anything that I do that's good in my in, in management, of my household, I learned from somebody else. You know, there's almost nothing I just came up with. It's just there's been God has blessed me with all these great people around. And that's really biblical. That's the way it's supposed to be. There's a great verse in Philippians three. It says uh, Philippians three seventeen. Paul is writing and he says, join with others in following my example, brothers, and take note of those who live according to the pattern we gave you. So there's this idea, just like my tiling, I learned it from watching my brother-in-law and then getting input from other people. That's the way we're as, as disciples, we learn is from from imitating, from imitating great patterns that we see in other people and, and, and great patterns when it comes to quiet times, how, how to have great quiet times when it comes to prayer life when it comes to your communication with your wife when it comes to your parenting when it comes to these practical things that we talked about last week the way that we really learn is by by from each other and, and from God from our own walk with God and God's spirit will put things on your on your heart but there's nothing like just walking with other people and I'm just so grateful that we have this community aren't you so that's why I really appreciated Steve's idea but let's let's take some more time to kind of open it up and just share with each other so Uh, The things we talked about last week, we talked about your own faith. We talked about wife and kids, your household. But there's even so much more that we are called to be managers of. And this is not an exhaustive list, but your work, your work is a huge responsibility. You spend a lot of time there, don't you? I mean, you know, if you think about the week and how much time is spent at work. There's a lot of time spent there. It's important that we we make the most of that time and that, that we utilize that time. We be our very best on the job, and we use our job for God's kingdom. Uh, your health is important. You're a manager of your body. I don't know if you, you knew this, but the Bible says that your body is a temple in which the holy spirit dwells so there's no longer a physical temple think about all the work that went into maintaining and caring for the physical temple and making it special now that's us that's our bodies we are we are god's temple and so it's important that we stay healthy and we have a lot of great examples among us of that uh, relationships we 're managers of our relationships with, with our with our wives and kids and family, but with other brothers here in in the, in the uh, community here we're, we're, how do you manage those relationships What are some ways that we can grow in our relationship our time our time is a huge commodity i mean you know something that 's so valuable and, and if there 's anything we all want more of, I bet that 's it isn 't it I mean, we all feel like, how can I fit in anything else? Because time is so valuable and our possessions, our finances, our stuff. I mean, everything you add to your collection takes more management. You know, whatever it is you got for Christmas, you know, now you're managing it now. You know, you got to care for it. You got to get fixed when it breaks down. You got to keep it, you know, oiled. You got to keep it clean or whatever. And and so we, we manage a lot of stuff. And, uh, you, you know, it's not easy, but, but that's where I think we can really learn from each other. So what we're going to do right now is kind of open it up. And anything on the screen or anything else, if you feel like uh, you've really learned a practical skill when it comes to management in any of these areas, I'd like you to be able to share that with the rest of the group. Or if you have a question like, uh, you know, something, a specific issue that's come up in your household or, or something specific you'd like to be able to get input on, that'd be great. A, a couple things, a couple of rules here. Don't throw anybody under the bus. In other words, this is not a time for you to complain about your wife. All right. So if you start going negative, if you start going negative, we'll just kind of go, uh, amen, bro. Come on, pull up, you know, and, uh, and let's, the other thing is let's, let's keep it kind of brief, you know, keep your question kind of brief so we can have a, have, have some good interaction, but, but I do want to open it up, and, and I, I do mention, you know, we do have some awesome examples in, in our group. I, I mean, we, Dustin and I uh, meet with Steve and Jackie every Tuesday for lunch, and we're just so grateful for that relationship. And we talked uh, for quite a while about our kids yesterday, you know, for our D time, just getting real specific input at these this phase my, my kids are in, you know, and, and, and it's so helpful to just have a sounding board to, to talk some things through. And so grateful to have Henry and have Calvin and have Dave Atkins and Andy Wingie and, you know, the, these uh, Caesar Brito and these men that have been through it. You know, D- uh, Dave Blanco and Wheaton and, you know, so guys, uh, the, those of you with the, with the wisdom and, and the white hairs, please feel free to to uh, to share with us. So let's let's open it up. Uh, let, let's just do this. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to moderate or whatever. Just if you have a question or whatever, just stand up. And then when when somebody's standing, we'll we'll honor that. And you can ask your question. If anybody else wants to answer it, you can just kind of uh, stand up and answer. Okay? so. Amen. (laughs) All right. Back there. Awesome. All right. Cool. All right, I know there's some good practicals out there you guys could share. Calvin. Amen. That's great. Awesome, Calvin. Anything else anybody could add as far as how to make work a a spiritual frontier for you? How to make it, uh, you know, a good thing, not a bad thing spiritually? That's great. That's awesome. One thing I'll share when I um, had a uh, cubicle job, you know, I worked uh, in a cubicle job for about six years. And, uh, um, you know, I I had a routine spiritually that helped me uh, because I with quiet times, even just having consistent quiet times it helped me to do this. I would go to work early and then I would read my Bible there in my cubicle. And that helped, too, just because people would see my Bible open, you know, or just see that, that that automatically I mean. People knew, like people would come to me sometimes that I'd never shared with, and say, "Hey, I'm interested in learning about Christianity," or you know, and uh, just because of that, you know, that kind of thing. So, but anyway, I'd get to work and I'd read my Bible there, and then I'd, uh, for my prayer time, I would typically at lunch I had these places I would go that were near work. Uh, there was a, there was a cemetery near my job, and uh, cemeteries are actually great places to pray because. It's quiet <laughs> and there's not anybody there except, you know, dead people. And, uh, you know, uh, and it kind of puts things in perspective. I mean, you look at all these like little little numbers on these and you're like, wow, that's going to be me. You know, I'm and uh, it, but but anyway, I, I used to go there to pray all the time. And, and uh, Tom works at the cemetery. So that's part of why Tom's spiritual. But uh, um, but but it. You know, that I loved my routine. I had other places I would go, you know, sometimes if I would take a little bit longer lunch and go for a prayer drive down to Korean Bell or I'd have these places I would go, you know. Sometimes I had to have a lunch meeting for work, but but a lot of times I would do my prayer time at lunch because it just I, I felt I'm I'm not really a morning person by nature and I, I had a harder time really connecting with God early morning. I mean I would try to pray in the morning and I would read my Bible before I started my work day, but I love those lunches, you know, with God and then I, at the end of my prayer I would take a little nap, you know, a little twenty minute nap. And I was ready for the rest of the day, you know. So, and I did a little bit later lunch. I would actually eat at my desk and keep working, and then I would take a later lunch break, like two or three. When you know that time of day when you're just like, so that's when I would go pray, and it was awesome. So anyway, that helped me at work. Other thoughts, Steve. I think just practicals on the workplace. You know,
1: when it comes to time management, I think one of the things we're most challenged by is being evangelistic, making. An Especially if we're looking at what we're going to do after hours. You know, we've got our wives, we've got our kids. But ultimately, where do we spend the bulk of our time during the day? Most of you it's 40, 50, 60, some of you more hours per week. I <laughs> think the only thing I miss about the secular world from a job standpoint is the sphere of influence that you have. And if we're living in accordance with what Christ calls us to from a spiritual standpoint, it's so easy to have an impact. Um, you know, the thing that comes to mind for me, and I, I would imagine all you guys can relate, because you've got those bosses that are awesome, and then you got the boss from hell. I mean, <laughs> kind of a whole spectrum of what, what goes on there. And there were times I really had to dig into 1 Peter 2 where it talks about you a slave working for the master. And, you know, sometimes you get treated right, sometimes you don't. Yeah. But, you know, a little thing ties back to what Christ was going to go through for us. and by being able to keep that perspective, it didn't matter what kind of injustice was going on. People would know. People know when you're doing the right thing. And, you know, you're getting treated right for it or you're getting treated wrong for it. And it just opened up so many conversations that I didn't initiate where people wanted to know why. What's different, you know? I, you know, I hear you talking to your wife, I hear you talking to your friends. I mean, what's this love yourself, you know, to, to, to a guy? I mean, I've been hearing yeah. some different things. in <laughs> phone conversations. Or, you know, any of you guys ever slip up or maybe a yeah. job on those? Love you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wait out. again, there is that contrast we live in the courts of what Christ calls us to and that is to solve the life that Jesus calls us to be and it, it, it's so much easier in those situations when people come to you for help for wanting to why the difference rather than us knocking down the doors, trying to knock the doors off not that we shouldn't but you know, it's one of the things I love about the jobs that I worked at is the impact that God needed me to out there and every sacred job that I was at were people that um, just you know, I, I kind of miss that opportunity. I super enjoy and appreciate what I'm obviously doing today, but my spirit of influence tends to be you guys. You know, when it comes to the bulk of what I do on, on a daily basis. So just don't miss those opportunities. Amen. Yeah. Cool. Others, yeah. Actually, I have
2: a question for you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about possession. guess this could go to any of these categories? But when was the time where you had? too much Ferrari in one of these uh, subjects up there. Yeah. How do it?
0: Uh like when when I for example
2: I possessions have you ever had too much you said too much Ferrari and the things that you own or fast like, enough to, to
0: consume with uh, work uh, like, uh, well it? uh yeah that's a good question. I mean I did you repeat the question? He he said when is it ta-? he had a question for me, he's putting me on the spot and he's saying <laughs> No I'm just kidding. Uh when is the time in your life when you Like maybe put too much emphasis on some of these other things, like uh, like possessions or or, right possessions or stuff. And uh, I mean, I I think it's always a battle to try to. I mean, I look at the scriptures and look at 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 how the early Christians treated their possessions, and it's always an upward call. Um, You know, Dust and I were a little blessed in that we had almost no money when we got married, so uh, we made seventeen thousand dollars between the two two of us in a year, uh, our first year of marriage and with special missions and all this other stuff, we gave $4,000 to the church. And, and so my, my, my wife's dad is a accountant. And so he's doing our taxes and he's like, how is this possible? You know, but we, we, we didn't, we didn't, I mean, we didn't have a car payment. We never ate out. We, we paid $500 a month for rent. I mean, we, we had no kids. I mean, our life was really cheap, but we just learned real early to, to be frugal, you know, and, and so we've always like had a lot of buffers. So we've never been in debt other than, you know, our house, but we've never, never been in debt. And because we started so so cheap. But because of that, I think I can err on the side of I mean, the Bible says to spend your money in terms of it says Jesus says, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourself. And so we're supposed to spend, you know, somebody, so I can t- I, I'm not the guy who spends all of the money. I'm the guy that can kind of hoard it. Right. So. So I have to like sort of make myself go, you know. Sometimes you know, it's no big deal. You know, whereas other people got to go. Oh no, no, you need to not spend. Sometimes I got to go. Wait, I need to, I need to spend here. You know. <laughs> so, so that I mean, that's one thing. And, and then I've certainly had possessions that, like, I had this iPack. Remember the iPack, compact iPack? You know, I liked that thing. It was awesome. And then it, it, I left it on the car roof, and it sailed across the roof onto the. Onto the floor, onto the yeah, you know, onto the street, and it's just like ah, I struggle, you know, struggle for a few days, and you know those types of things. But hopefully that answers your question. So, so uh, other other comments or questions. Some of the younger marriages out there. Oh yeah, Aaron. Good one. How about Andy or a kid? How about Henry? Dave, Andy. <laughs> 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 You have more to say on that one? That's good. I'll have to see if we can get that document and get it out to everybody. That'd be yes. good. Did you have something else to Thank say?
2: Um, sometimes it's to get a cup yes. couple of A couple of uh, Ha 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 yeah, that's rare at the workplace. I blew, or I blew it, it was my fault. Yeah, that's and rare.
0: Excellent. Dave, put your hand up. That's that's really gold, man. That's a that's a good one, <laughs> and that that's on every level. I mean, I, that is so hard for me. Like if 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 my wife is sharing an idea that I already think is horrible, you know what I mean? It's so hard to kind of not shut it down, and and uh, and so and I've ta- and I have many times shut. You know, I feel like you just shut me down. It's like okay, I'm sorry. Let me thoroughly exp- You know, this there's an art of thoroughly exploring her her viewpoint and her idea. Just because you thoroughly explore doesn't mean you're going to do it. But you can thoroughly explore. Okay, let me ask you some questions. Okay, what about this? Have you thought about that? Okay, so are you saying this? You know, are you saying that? you, You know, and thoroughly like just leave your own viewpoint and just go over there for a while, live in her world, and then make a decision. That that is a skill. So, back there.
2: That's right. Great
0: point. Great point. Awesome. Steven.
2: A couple things uh, that I've heard. uh, We were talking about home improvement. And uh, it's funny how you go along. We have different stories in our lives. Different things that we're responsible for. But I'll think I'm doing everything right with in my life. And along the lines of what David was talking about, sometimes I'll stop and say, hey, is there something you wanted me to do in our house that I'm not willing? And she'll come up with, you know, I of to divorce or something that. But it makes her feel really listening to. And when and like she's got to say what's going on, and it can really make things so, well, you know, if you are going to hashtag lawns mode, all these other things that aren't as important. And it can really help in the relationship. Long lines of relationship when you travel, because we likes to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, build relationships wherever you go. We like to go to the church where we're at. Like, where we go to Europe and there's a church in Paris. Where we go and we know people there and we have a relationship between the city of Paris and the like San Antonio. We know people in San Antonio and uh, Mississippi. Uh, we took a couple out when we were just in uh, Vancouver one exactly. We were at church. It was, getting, it was Sunday. Church, like, hey, a couple you
1: know, build
0: Amen. So awesome. Um, Great. It just helps reinforce. Amen. Awesome. Pat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all about what she feels.
2: <laughs> it's I think my house it's
1: good
0: Yeah, totally. Stop the insanity. That's good. Uh, we're going to have to uh, close it up here, but ju- one more thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, we didn't touch on much. Steve or just touched on it a little bit, but uh, our relationships with each other. Any quick thoughts on how we can grow in our relationships with each other? I'll mention a couple. Like, I know we have the, the 6 a.m. Bible Talks. That How many of you guys go to one of those? So those are awesome. If you look around find out about those, those are great for just building camaraderie, aren't they? And uh, and even just doing quiet times with each other. Um you know, it, that can help you be accountable if you find somebody else who has a similar schedule to you but doing quiet times together. But any other ideas on building relationships with each other? Well,
2: uh, I know this is an idea that's been spoken about a There's a uh, 7.30 Sunday morning secret uh, yeah. that gets together too that's dealing with uh, purity. And awesome.
0: Thanks, bro. This is Sean Payne. And uh, so just come see him. Where is the 730 thing? Okay.
2: 730 a.m.
0: On, on Sunday mornings. Okay, cool. So just see him if you could join in there. Calvin and then Henry.
3: Yeah. But the That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nothing bonds you together like being vulnerable. That's awesome. Henry Duck. All right. <laughs> Henry has a good cook. Henry Henry makes it an
1: experience.
0: I appreciate Henry Henry will tell you not just I mean he he doesn't give it to you he tells you how to eat it like which direction to face you know yeah exactly how to it's like awesome. That's good. That's good. One other way uh,
2: for building relationships, like we were talking about, serve. Can't yeah. serve with David Blanket. We got to know each other a better way. See, we serve with people. Yeah, look around the room. The people that you can get closer to are the ones you spend time with,
0: and then you have this godly relationship. To That's awesome. Hey, Amen. Well, we got a break because the women have already broken, and and some of you are models, and I know you got to get the catwalk going in there. <laughs> So uh, just on the screen, though, real quick. uh, One decision, if you could do this before you leave, write down one decision you feel like God is calling you to make in any of these areas, just something that the spirit really prompted you in. I mean, it could be in your quiet times, your relationships with other brothers, your relationship with your wife, with your kids, whatever. Just, you know, I know we feel like, man, I got to change everything. We'll just pick one thing to work on this week. okay? one decision and and share that with, with the other guys in your group. So. We're going to split. Just connect with the other guys in your group briefly and just pray about the decision that you're making. Uh, you can go out in the parking lot and pray. You can circle up right here and pray. But, uh, but we'll, we'll end that way by sharing with each other the decisions that we're making. And, uh, and it'll be a great rest of the night. Amen. So uh, let's break. Thanks, guys.